Hey, everybody. Adam Jackson back here for episode three of our new show. As a quick intro, in case this is your, your first one you're listening to, I'm a uh, tech investor, uh, CEO, started a hedge fund in the crypto space and an MLP and an LP and a bunch of funds as well, venture tech funds. Um, so I started doing this show, basically try to do it once a week, short form, just going through like interesting stuff I learned this week, lessons, et cetera, inside baseball, whatever. Um, and so this was, uh, I'm in New York wrapping up a, a big week in New York um, where I had actually lots of really interesting stuff. Uh, hopefully that's useful. Um, so, so this week I'll be talking about what I learned and kind of tactics for storytelling, PR, interacting with media journalists. You know, PR is a tough thing, especially when you're not a billionaire flinging electric cars into space. You know, us lowly uh, operators have to figure out a way to tell the story and uh, and and break through and and you know, hopefully elevate the profile of whatever it is you're working on. Um, so, what one thing I've learned is we've been doing this for about a year now. Is every couple months, um, I'll come out to New York and throw a dinner for uh, journalists and just invite a bunch and usually just like a handful will show up. Um, you rent out a room in a restaurant and and like, you know, good food, good wine, get everybody talking. So this week uh, we did one just last night and um, there's probably 10 or so journalists showed up. Really, really interesting conversation. So like, you know, le like lesson number one here for any entrepreneurs that are, you know, thinking about doing this, like, don't be promotional. Don't like just sit there and talk about what you're doing, your company. I actually like rarely mention things I'm working on, but it helps to, you know, have strong opinions about things that are going on in the news or, or some other insights. Um, and so this week we talked about, uh, let's see, the crypto crackdown, this ongoing, you know, the government really turning the screws on, you know, so the CFTC sued Binance this week. Looks like criminal charges will be coming as well uh, towards CZ. You know, if if Binance ends up being, you know, shut down or severely curtailed, um, this could actually be a really good thing for Coinbase and, and for, you know, U.S. regulated exchanges. So, um, that I thought that was actually like the, the Binance thing was kind of good news if you if you want this stuff to stay uh, in the U.S. and be regulated, which I think if you're a good actor in the space, you should want. Uh, I got a lot of a lot of questions about whether funds I'm an LPN are still around and <laughs> writing checks. And I, I won't I won't name the funds uh, out of respect to those guys. But, um, you know, some pretty big funds that uh, are in the crypto space that people think are dead. They're not, at least not the ones I'm in, um, you know, still very, very, very active and, you know, funding new companies and, you know, throwing events and that kind of thing. Like I'm speaking at the uh, Pantera LP Summit next week in San Francisco um, with Dan Moorhead, who's the founder of that fund. Let's see what else. We, of course, you have to talk about ChatGBT and Sam Altman and, you know, um, what an amazing thing uh, ChatGPT and OpenAI is. Um, you know, my position on this is like, this is, it's, it's awesome technology. It's really impressive what it can do. Um, it still feels a bit like a parlor trick and, and it, and it's great. Like, I mean, if, I think if it's, you know, helping college kids cheat, you know, fine, like probably shouldn't go to college to begin with. I'm just, I'm not seeing like the vast commercial opportunity here for startups. Um, I think, you know, these algorithms, um, are free. And open source, like you know, the the things that um, power all these chatbots, 
And so um, I, you know, then, then the data is what becomes useful. And all the most of the data belongs to big companies, and and so you know obviously Microsoft you know basically controls OpenAI now, and um, you know they're going to make a run at uh, you know Bing being you know potentially disruptive to Google. Google obviously is the the granddaddy of all AI and and does just amazing amazing things. I thought it was a bit unfair to characterize them as being late to the party when they're probably the best at it. Um, Facebook as well, and, and and Amazon too, and people don't think about. Amazon being in the AI space, but, you know, they, they apply it obviously to make, you know, the world's safest and most efficient marketplace. Um, but they also have like image rack and, and all that kind of stuff as a service you can, that anybody can use. And they've had that for years. So, um, really cool discussion there, but you know, like the, the big lesson for me with these dinners is, you know, like start things off, like do a quick intro, you know, like throw out a few topics, but like let, you know, let them lead the discussion, them being the reporters and, um, and like treat it kind of like, like you're having a dinner party at your house. You know, it was, it's, it's first of all, much more fun when you do it that way and like make sure there's plenty of good wine. And, um, and then what I always enjoy doing is like asking them like what, what their perspectives are. And I end up learning a ton. Um, we were there for like three, three plus hours last night. Um, it was, it was really enjoyable. And, um, you know, a lot of times they'll find it useful and may want to quote you in an article or something. And it pretty, like probably has nothing to do with what you're working on. I mean, many times I'm quoted, it has nothing to do with brain trust because brain trust uh, isn't always the most exciting thing or top of mind for, for reporters, which is, which is totally fine. So um, it was really fun. It, you know, you've kind of feel like you're hanging out with your friends by, by the end of it. And that's the, I think how, you know, you know, you're building relationships and, you know, we'll hopefully um, be helpful and valuable to them in the future and vice versa. So let's see what else I then did a, uh, a spot with uh, NPR's marketplace where um, this reporter Lily wanted to talk about, you know, how the government's kind of cracking down on the off ramps on ramps off ramps from the banking system to crypto um, seems like kind of a, a coordinated um, effort here by the government to, you know, cut off access to crypto while also, you know, having to deal with, you know, an upcoming commercial real estate debt crisis, which is obviously going to lead to more inflation. And so we spoke about that for a while. Uh, who knows if it'll air or not, but, um, you know, it was a fun conversation. And like, as soon as we started, she wanted to record it. So, you know, again, just kind of building relationships there. What else? Uh, I got to stop over at the New York Stock Exchange here in New York, uh, got a tour of the building and, and, and the trading floor and all that stuff is really cool. Um, if you've never been, you should, you should try to get in and get a tour. I was there unrelated to brain trust. It was, it was more, um, I think I'm in their CRM from my, my last company, doctor on demand, uh, which is now included health and will hopefully be going public someday. Um, anyway, what was, what was interesting, notable there was, um, one of the people who works for NYSC and like, I didn't sign an NDA or anything. So I feel okay sharing this. Um, one of the one of the guys that works there was like, oh, you you work in crypto, you invest in crypto. I was like, yeah. And he's like, you know, we here at NYC have like basically designed a new S1 template for crypto tokens that can, you know, easily become compliant and then list on NYSE. Like, why should Coinbase have all the, you know, all the volume and, and all that stuff? So that was really interesting. NYSE sort of like has this plan. Now, of course, the current SEC. <laughs> position is that all tokens are unregistered securities. And so, you know, obviously this, um, the strategy won't work today, but I think, you know, these guys are basically saying, 
um, you know, we're we're waiting it out. We know this this tech is not going away, and um, we think it should be you know American regulated. And like, why shouldn't it be here on Wall Street at, at the New York Stock Exchange? So I thought that was really cool. I uh, I, I hope they are successful uh, in that uh, and can bring you know more more regular more regular U.S. regulated trading venues for crypto. Um, what else? Uh, I wanted to. Uh, oh, I did. So I talked about IR last week, investor relations got, and it got some good feedback actually, um, over, uh, I got some feedback over email, over Twitter, by the way, if you ever want to give me feedback, please, please be constructive. But, uh, you know, you can tweet me at Adam Jackson SF. Uh, one of them was about, um, sort of ongoing, like when you go spend time with an investor who's already in your deal and, you know, beyond just like the monthly update you type out you know, what are some of the things to kind of address and whatever. And I, I thought it reminded me, I actually had an interesting conversation. It was last Friday with, with one of our, um, one of our early backers at Brain Trust, And they were, you know, so he, he was really like, I won't, I won't quote him because I don't have his permission to, but um, he was really interested in like, hey, like, you know, looks like the network's growing really nicely. Like, you know, what, what do you think? He, his question to me was like, what do you think is the silver bullet here? Like, like what would what would need to be true for this thing to like just go vertical and like be, you know, totally consolidate the space? Like, if, and to zoom out, like you know, one of the one of my visions for Brain Trust is that we can do for the global tech scene, global tech talent market, what Airbnb did for the vacation rental market. So if you think about before Airbnb, there were plenty of vacation rentals, right? But like, you had to like find them on Craigslist or call some like random broker, you know, in Tahoe or wherever you're looking to go. And, you know, there's like <clears throat> no reputation, no um, reliable way to pay. Um, there was no, um, no price discovery, right? You didn't know like what should a cabin in Tahoe cost, right? It, you know, there was, a, it was a very like asymmetric marketplace, um, which made it, made it hard to use and it made it just easier to go to hotels. And then Brian comes in with Airbnb and makes, makes this beautiful product that captures reputation, provides insurance, uh, a trusted way to pay, and then has lots of inventory, liquidity. So price discovery then becomes easy, right? You know what you should pay or what you should charge. And they built, you know, just incredible business by sort of consolidating, you know, that very scattered market. And, and now it's, you know, arguably as big as hotels, maybe bigger. And so we have the same vision with brain trust is like, Global tech town is like, you know, what should you pay for, you know, senior Python developer or senior product manager? Like, what should they earn per hour? And what are the factors? And, you know, years of experience. Are they enterprise grade or not? What, what part of the world are they in? English proficiency, all, all these variables. And so, you know, before, we, you know, an open marketplace like Braintrust, you know, you kind of had to like trust what a consulting firm was saying. And they're, they're basically just going to bid as high as they can. To what they think your budget is, and like a lot of asymmetry in that information, and so, um, and it so it becomes harder, right? You end up just like using, you know, like a big consulting firm or whatever, like PwC, who can, you know, just easily staff you, but you know, they're they're taking a hefty, hefty markup. Anyway, so so our investor was like, you know, what 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 will it take for Brain Trust to be like the Airbnb of the space? And <laughs> I didn't really have a good answer for him, so I was just like, you know, like the thing's growing. We have this this cool decentralized model where you know, anyone can come in and grab a referral code and send it around. And, that, and that's how we grow, right? Like this, you know, we, we just kind of keep putting one foot in front of the other. And, you know, he's like, you know, um, I, so I told him exactly that. And 
he's like, you know, I spent a lot of time actually early on with Brian from Brian Chesky from the founder CEO from Airbnb. And, and he goes, you know, I asked Brian the same question 10 years ago and he said exactly the same thing. He said, I don't know that there is a silver bullet here. We're just going to keep doing what we're doing and grow, grow, grow. And, and that's exactly what Airbnb story ended up being, right? It was 10, 12 years of just like, you know, plotting along and um, doing a good job and improving the product. But there was no like inflection point, right? There was no, nothing like really caught uh, caught fire for them. But, you know, you come out 10, 12 years later and they're they're this monster in the space. So anyway, um, you know, so, so this investor was like, well, you know, I'll keep looking for silver bullets for you. But, you know, in the meantime, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And, um, you know, it, so it was, it was really like, it, it felt good to to have somebody who has that that level of experience and and has seen so many more things than I have, you know, sort of validate our strategy of like, okay, there a lot of times there isn't a silver bullet. You just like keep keep growing. So um what else? Um, I guess that was it. Um I uh have gotten so much great feedback uh so far on this format. Um try to keep it useful, try to keep it short. So um if you have any suggestions or questions. Uh, hit me on Twitter at Adam Jackson SF, and uh, I'll see you next week, God willing. Bye.